We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. It is the John Chuckery Show. Coming to you live on this Tuesday evening as we're, I guess, not officially a quarter of the way through the NFL season. But, you know, listen, we're going to call it a quarter of the way anyway and lots of news and notes to talk about about around the league let's head out to the waitfor.com hotline let's talk to our buddy eric edholm he of course covers the nfl and nfl draft check out his work at nfl.com and of course always give him a follow on his twitter page at eric underscore edholm and eric as always man appreciate it buddy thanks for a few minutes here in atlanta this evening yeah that's my biggest complaint with the uh 17 game schedule it's not divisible by four or two right so <laughs> yeah, it forces I, us to review I know, like I, you know, I hate to have to do tricky math, and it's like, you know, I'll just, I'll leave that to other experts. Hey, Eric, before we get into the actual NFL talk, I, I want to ask you a question because you obviously cover the NFL draft, but you know, you look at, you know, Stroud has been outstanding this year. Hendon Hooker's had a really big year. You know, I joked when I saw him at SEC Media Days. I said Will Levis looked like Bo Callahan from that movie Draft Day. You know. Give me a quick thought about the quarterbacks that you've seen in college this year. It looks like that there are a lot of very intriguing guys that are really kind of making a name, at least for themselves, on the college stage this year, maybe heading into the NFL draft. Yeah, I think it's it's fair to say that there's a lot of intrigue and there's, a, there's maybe a deeper class than what we had a year ago. Of course, so far we've really only seen – you know, a little bit of Kenny Pickett and a little bit of Bailey Zappi. And, uh, you know, that's been about it for the rookie class. I suspect we'll have a different kind of look and feel uh, for, for what next year's class ends up. And, and you're right, Bryce Young and, and uh, C.J. Stroud were the ones coming into the year who, you know, earned the big accolades and the, and the big, you know, sort of pre-draft hype, if you will. And Will Levis, I think, was put in that category just below those guys. But he's played well so far. I know Saturday didn't go according to plan, the safety the fumble at the end, you know, some mistakes that need to be cleaned up. You know, no prospect comes into the NFL without, you know, some, some poor game tape. And prior to that, I think he played pretty well. He's got really nice physical traits that I think can be molded. So, you know, then you go to Hooker and you say to yourself, will NFL teams downgrade what will be a 25-year-old rookie quarterback? You know, is that going to be a major factor? Is that something that concerns teams, right? I mean, the good news is that, you know, he's made a jump from, you know, about one year ago to now. It's been pretty big, pretty noticeable. And I thought had he come out a year ago, he would have been at the Senior Bowl. He would have been eligible. So, uh, you know, it was an interesting decision coming back. But, you know, we're lucky to have another year of him in college football. He's a fast riser. You know, Sam Hartman's back playing again. I think there are a lot of people who maybe see him as a high-end backup, perhaps a low-end starter, you know, Will Rogers at Mississippi State, sort of the same vein. Grayson McCall from Coastal Carolina is a really interesting guy who's highly accurate and can run a little bit. So you have lots of different types of quarterbacks, too. So it's hard to really get any big-picture judgments on any of them right now. I mean, obviously, we've seen more of some than others. But I suspect that when we, when we get to April, 
it'll be a lot more appealing class than what we had a year ago where we were, you know, forced to kind of look at some, some warts and pick through the, the flotsam and jetsam just a little bit. Eric, let's, uh, let's look locally here. Let's talk a little bit about the Atlanta Falcons. Um, obviously, back-to-back victories are at 500, uh, a shot to take over the division lead for whatever that's worth in, in Week 5 in Tampa Bay. Have they surprised you? Have they been maybe better than what you thought? Um, you know, obviously here in Atlanta, we're pretty excited about, if nothing else, at least the direction that the franchise is headed. Sure, and could be 3-1, and one, right? I mean, like, you yeah. know, Week 1, obviously – you know, they, they sort of controlled things for a while there. But, yeah, I mean, Arthur Smith's offense has really kind of, you know, taken shape. And, and we'll see, obviously, with Patterson hurt. And, you know, I mean, you hope Kyle Pitts has a bigger role going forward. We saw a little bit more of him uh, last week than, than Sunday. So, uh, you know, I think just the offensive design has been really impressive with a quarterback and in – that, that, you know, he once benched and that there was plenty of suspicion about and that supposedly was, you know, being pushed by Desmond Ritter. So I appreciate what Mariota's done to this point. Um, you know, and it's and it's involved, you know, Drake London as a rookie coming in and, you know, some other pieces that maybe some people had given up on. So, you know, that's the most encouraging part defensively. You know, you can, you can say that there's there's plenty of work to be done, and I think that's accurate, but you know, they're making enough timely plays, I would say, to kind of shed the reputation of being, you know, one of the league's worst defenses or something like that. So, yeah, it's been encouraging as heck to watch. You know, I, I watched that, that entire Seattle game and felt like they battled hard and really, you know, came on strong in the second half on the road in a tough place to play. NFL and NFL draft writer Eric Edholm joining us here on the WaitFor.com hotline. Let's bounce around the league a little bit. I want to get your thoughts. You know, obviously the Tua situation is really kind of front and center, and we saw that the appointed physician or whatever got fired. And Okay. Um, but there – look, obviously paying out a billion dollars from the league didn't phase them enough to get that heavily concerned about where we really are with player safety. How much do you think is going to change? Like, do we really believe that at some point there's going to be a real legitimate overhaul to the idea of safety for players and things like that? Because I don't know. I mean, you'd have thought a billion dollars would have shook them a little bit, but then you watch Tua just get snapped around on the field as if it didn't really matter. I, I don't know, Eric. I mean, I, it, it still seems like there's a lot of lip service that's involved with this versus actual action. Yeah, I will say this. I do feel like I, I talked to a few people, a couple of agents who obviously represent players and have their best interests in mind. And, uh, you know, a couple of people around the league in, in different positions and just sort of ask them, what are your thoughts on this to a thing? Like what, what stands out to you? What matters the most? What's what's got to be addressed? And, you know, there, there was a sense that maybe I say the league and I mean both the league office, the teams themselves, perhaps even the you know, the neurologists who are out there on the, on the sidelines, the independent uh, doctors who are, whose job is to, you know, ask the questions to, to determine whether the player has been, you know, mentally compromised in any way and, and whether they can go back out there and play. You know, there's almost been like a complacence in terms of, you know, some of the players knew what, how to answer the questions, right? Now it's mm-hmm. the locker room talk and, hey, if they ask you this, say this, right? This is the right response and they'll let you play again. And, We've kind of gotten away from all that talk, you know, especially when it 
when it peaked, you know, years ago, uh, not that long ago, but still and long enough to, I think, just be over the horizon, so to speak, where, you know, there really hasn't been that one big hit, that one big injury or situation until this that have rattled people, you know, that, that really kind of, and I said at the time, I said, look, if, if two ends up clearing the protocol and there's no long-term damage, and on top of that, this incident leads to the proper, you know, implementation of the, the, the rules and the protocols that were set out, a, a, you know, a big reminder to everybody around the league to take this extremely seriously, players included, coaches included, whoever else, administrators, league people, then it, it could end up being a really good thing. And I know it sounds obviously weird, but that's my hope. My hope is that, you know, with a quarterback, high-profile team, young head coach, kind of the perfect storm here to, to give people a reminder of just how serious this stuff is. We'll see. I mean, I, like you said, there's, there's a lot of moving parts in this thing that you know, every chain along the, you know, every link along the chain, I should say, needs to be examined and, and reexamined here. Eric, you look at the Eagles. They are a plus 44 point differential. They've been outstanding as far as they're just rolling it up on teams. Are they clearly the best team in the NFC right now? I think right now you'd say, you know, like offensive, defensive improvement, offensive, you know, development, if you will, with Hertz playing the way he has. I know he didn't have a spectacular game Sunday, but, you know, uh, fairly mistake-free overall, you know, used his legs effectively, got his receivers involved, you know. But it was certainly about the defense, too, creating five turnovers against the young quarterback in, in, in Trevor Lawrence, who's made strides. and. You know, the things they'd done before, before that, the first three weeks, I think were, you know, very impressive. I wouldn't say they've gone out and just destroyed people. I would say that they've they've gone out and played very, very good football, reflective of the kind of improvements we thought they made in the offseason with, you know, the draft, agency trades, obviously Brown being the biggest name. Um, you know, just just everything along the way I thought really made a lot of sense. You're going to get – you're going to hear some sentiment of, you know, Howie Roseman, executive of the year because of that, those moves. And I think it's, you know, it's, it's helped out a young head coach and a young defensive coordinator in Jonathan Gannon, who was feeling heat locally, even though he's getting head coaching interviews. I think there was a lot of pressure coming into the year to take that proverbial next step. Because if they didn't, you know, th- then there would be some, some heads to roll. But so far, it's really worked well. And, you know, obviously Dallas has been beset by injuries and you've seen what the Rams have gone through. 49ers have already had to make a quarterback change because of injuries. You know, whoever you anointed as the the preseason NFC heavyweights have all kind of had one or two setbacks. So what happens when the Eagles have a setback? Because they will at some point. You can't have good luck forever. That's going to be the real true test as to whether they're, you know, built to last or whether they're a team that starts hot and, and maybe fades a little down the stretch. Eric, we saw the news today, as crazy as this is, we talk about the Falcons getting ready to play the Buccaneers, that supposedly rumor and innuendo, as we like to say in the wrestling podcast world, is that Tom Brady and Giselle excuse me, have contacted divorce attorneys and things like that. The question I have is, and I didn't believe this a handful of weeks ago, but now I'm starting to wonder. You think Tom Brady plays out this whole year? You think when push comes to shove, we're talking in a few months from now that Tom Brady is still playing in the NFL? 
Meaning beyond this season or for the remainder? Of the even season? for the, re- I'm talking about even just for the remainder of this year. You think he actually finishes out the season, given how sideways this story seems to just keep going? That's a tough one for me to answer. Not having, you know, obviously, uh, you know, uh, personal connections with Brady or, or his family members. You know, it's a little bit tough for me to sort of speculate. But and, and just knowing Brady and, and how, gosh, I mean such a control freak right he has to have everything kind of going his way maybe that works one way or the other maybe on the one hand pride just says uh, you know i i signed up for the whole year i can't you know not finish the job he's going to see it through to the end the other side of the coin might be that you know he's he's got a family to think about and he's got this situation brewing that we don't know the the first thing about other than like you said rumor and innuendo you know there there may be a you know, sort of a, a higher duty calling at this point. I don't know. I, I would think he probably plays out the whole season. And if if we see improvement out of this team in the next few weeks, who knows? They could certainly be back in that, that Super Bowl contender mode. They've got, you know, the greatest Super Bowl winner of all time throwing passes. We, you know, we still haven't seen the best of, you know, that receiver group. You know, the defense had a one-game blip last week. Maybe. We'll see, right? But yeah, it would, be, it would be a stretch for me to assume that Brady is not going to finish this year. But, again, we don't know what he's going through. We don't know how, how tough this has been on him mentally. And we don't know what else is happening drama-wise with the team. So, I, you know, I wouldn't put it higher than maybe like a 10 or 15% chance, but I suppose you can't really rule it out. Last thing for you, Eric. Um, as we kind of look broadly, you know, it doesn't feel like it's been – as good a start for quarterbacks that have changed teams. I mean, whether it's Matt Ryan, whether it's Russell Wilson, whether it's Baker Mayfield, it does seem like there's a lot of hangover for all the quarterbacks that have moved around and things like that. It really does feel like there's a lot of hangover, whether it's Carson Wentz, whatever. It feels like that these guys that change teams, nobody has really gotten on track just yet. I think Wentz's hangover has been two or three years. Yeah, really. Yeah. At this yeah. point, it may be concussion, right, Eric? I mean, not just a hangover, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. It's gone past the uh, uh, the initial stage. But, yeah, I mean, I think you're right. I mean, especially, you know, yeah, I thought Sunday Russell looked as good as he's looked in a Broncos uniform. You know, what I saw, I didn't watch every snap. But from what I saw, he was using his legs more. He looked kind of reticent to run before. Um, you know, he, he sort of had a little bit more command. He was throwing with, you know, I, I thought authority in a lot of cases. The touchdown pass, the first one was a bullet, you know, it was in a tight window. It just looked like, okay, he's getting the field. And I predicted, I said, look, somebody said, you think the Broncos can steal this division? I said, my biggest worry is that it might take a little while for a first-year head coach and a quarterback who's freed from the shackles of play calling, you know, that for five years he's been wanting a little bit more autonomy over and so figuring out that that balance of of what russell gets to kind of audible to and you know what's hackett's system you know he was underwater as a head coach the first few games too penalties you know game decisions whatever so there were some things holding him back but matt ryan certainly the offensive line for the colts is not playing up to expectations they take up 20 percent of the cap and they're you know allowing sacks he's part of that too but you know, and Ryan's ball security has been an issue. Nine fumbles to this point, mm-hmm. uh, five interceptions. That's, you know, that and red zone efficiency have just killed him. So, you know, I mean, it's, it's things sometimes that are in their control, things that are sometimes out of their control. 
But those two, as they meet on Thursday, I mean, it's a big game for both teams. It may not be sexy TV, but, you know, I mean, the, the loser of that game, you know, either the Broncos at two and three or the Colts at, you know, one, two and or one, three and one, I guess. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a pretty tough climb, even though they've they've pulled themselves out of a, a similar hole twice under Frank Reich his first year. And then last or two seasons ago, they did the same thing. Check out his work at NFL.com, and you can follow him on his Twitter page, at Eric underscore Edholm. Covers the NFL and NFL draft and joined us here on the WaitFor.com hotline. Eric, as always, my man, appreciate it, buddy. Thanks for a few minutes in Atlanta. We will chat again soon. Looking forward to it, man. Take it easy. You got it. John Chuckery will be back. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game and the Odyssey.com app. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one. They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.